El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own business. Joining me today, it's, I mean, it's just me and Jeff. Do I have to do this every time? I'm Adam Todd Brown. Jeff is Jeff. We do this. We do podcasts. Jeff does a bunch. I do a bunch. And then you listen to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Todd Brown and Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, hey, Jeff's here again. Hey, Jeff. It's, Shit, I blew it. It's hey, Jeff. That's, it's hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff it's May. Me. It's Jeff May. I'm here. I'm here. It's, I'm here. It's, uh, it's been a barn burner of a week. It sure has been. Around these parts. So it's just me and Jeff again this week. We'll get back to having guests like next I'm going to put this out there. No such thing as just Adam and Jeff. You are lucky to get the frosting and the cake today. Yeah, I mean, you're, Adam's the frosting because he's low. You are absolutely being blessed. That's for sure. But, you know, we, we like to make room for other people also. Usually one more person. Ever since we started doing this via Zoom, I can't handle more than three people on a podcast. But also more than three people on a podcast is often bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually you, three is the sweet spot Two. Two is good as long as everyone on the podcast is good. And if like it's us, me and Jeff, if it's, if it's us, like, honestly, yeah, fucking, we're, I mean, we're fucking great, but Jordan and bird, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jordan and bird. Classic teammates, Jordan and bird. <laughs> so because there's so much going on this week, which I should mention, we're building a new, I think I've mentioned it, but we're, we are constructing a new studio from the ground up. I had to build a fucking U.S. bank on the first level yeah. of this place. Yeah, this cost $48 million. Yeah, cost me $96,000 to get internet. That's a true story. I didn't I pay I couldn't it. believe when you sent me that text with them saying <laughs> that. And like, So just let us know if you want us to get started. <laughs> I reached out to a local internet provider because I wasn't sure who handled the internet in this building. And one of them I reached out to said, uh, yeah, we just have to do a little construction first. And your copay on that will be $96,000. Let me know if you want me to proceed. What? Okay. <laughs> I'm confused as to well, like what, why does it cost that much money? Like, do they have to reinvent the concept of internet? I think so. Yeah. He made it sound like they have to build infrastructure, like not just internet infrastructure. It sounds like they need to build like tent housing and like, you know, temporary yeah. shelter for workers. And that's a lot of money. $96,000. Yeah. That's some would say too much. I would argue that's way too much for you know who wouldn't internet. spectrum. Yeah. Oh, they think that's the sweet spot, baby. Out at them. Fuck you spectrum. Now everybody oh. knows it was you. <laughs> yeah. Spectrum. Uh. <laughs> oh no. But we do have internet. Finally, I just needed to call 
someone else. And I saved myself $96,000. Yeah. Geico, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I went, I went through the general. Yeah. You Shaq got 15, the, it was 15% off. You got it for 72000 Shaq installed my internet. Yeah. I'm going to install the internet. <laughs> so, Did Shaq need the general money? I don't know. I feel like he's a part owner, right? I mean, he's got to be. Either that or the general is just doling out like that proactive money. Remember proactive for a while there was getting like Kardashians and dude Bieber's. When I saw that, I was like, are you really, is it worth it? Like how much money are you getting from proactive? Didn't they get, didn't they get Beyonce once? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like how, how willing is Queen Bay to be like, look at my fucked up face before I was on proactive. Yeah. They must just pay like crazy. Good you had for to them. sign like a devil's contract to get proactive. We'll yeah, clean your face up, but your ass is going to be on an infomercial. That's your starter sponsorship when you join the Illuminati. That's the first one you get. And then you get up. The general is like the, the top. Yeah. Only Shaq made it to the general. Yeah. Shaq is the only 36th degree Freemason in the United States. That's why he gets the general sponsorship. That's it. He's got to, you really got to get knocked up there. You got to get really bumped up all that way. So because it is such a wild week, we're taking it easy this time around and just answering some listener questions. Let you guys do the work. I wonder if anyone's going to question what this gigantic foam ball next to my head is. That's a microphone. Mm-hmm. Just all microphone. All microphone, baby. I just fucking reach over and drink that out of it. That is a massive, it's like a beach ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now I don't need soundproofing. Ah, oh, industry secret. So we are answering some questions. We got Twitter questions. We got Patreon questions. We got uh, someone asking, should they resend their question in the Q&A section? So we got questions about questions, Yeah, Jeff. we got questions. And he just uh, did it anyway. The answer for that, John, was no, you weren't supposed to do that. Now you've blown the whole thing apart. Just it's already unmitigated chaos right now. So where should we start? You said you wanted to start with the Patreon questions because they give us I money. I think that would be a good idea because the Patreon people give us money. Let's start with one for Jeff's bitch ass. Oh, Zach Shepard says, Jeff, as a fellow Central Mass native, Leo Minster area. Ooh, Leminster, Plastic City. That's what I said, Lemonster. What are some of the things you always try and do when you come home? Okay, that's easy. Number one is go to Friendly's. Do you know what Friendly's is, Adam? No, why would I? It's it's, it, it's a it's a northeast chain that is like questionable food and decent ice cream. Mm. Um, it is a New England and East Coast more more northeast specific spot that is just excellent mediocre food. And great ice cream to finish up. So it's uh, Friendly's. Go to Friendly's. Uh, I, if I can get to Papa Gino's and get a, a classic local chain pizza, I will do that. I will uh, try to drink a Polar Orange Dry because I forget how sweet that soda is when I go home. And uh, I try to make it a point to uh, hit up That's Entertainment, and uh, which is the comic shop I used to work at. And then... Uh, you know, try to rob a bunch of people that I went to high school with. That last part makes sense. I can vouch yeah. for that. I've yeah. seen Jeff do it. Yeah. But those, those three, it's, it's realistically, it's, it's friendlies, it's Papa Gino's. Uh, ooh, and eat, uh, and eat one package of funny bones that I get at a gas station, which is sort of like a Twinkie, but it's devil's food cake with a peanut butter frosting mm. inside. That sounds all right. 
It's a delight. Connor Karen or Quarren, who knows, says, I don't have a question, but I do now have a Patreon account because of Adam and Unpops. Thanks, Adam, for taking food from my children's mouths, you monster. One star, says Timmy from his cot. Hey, yeah, t- no worries. Yeah. Tell Timmy to make a podcast. Yeah. Whatever Timmy was going to eat went down smooth when I ate mm-hmm. it instead. Mm, delish. AJ Lindbergh says, what is the biggest change of opinion each of y'all have had in the past few years? I feel like we always get this question and never answer it. Or I don't maybe, think I've seen this one before. Or maybe we've answered it several times. How about I guess you, the quick, Jeff? The, the easy answer for me is like, I fuck with edibles. That's the easiest one for me. They help me go nights. That makes sense. I, um, I don't know. It would have to be... I mean, there's some conspiracy theory stuff that I never would have believed before that I do now. Like, uh, like Yakub? Uh, Yakub. I feel like the science is still out, still doing my own research, but... I mention it all the time. I do think Elvis faked his death and joined witness protection. Like, I am a staunch Elvis truther. So there's that. Um, I don't know. Beyond that, I, I feel like I've just kind of been right about everything all the, this whole time. Like, that's weird because you're not. Since Jump Street. Like, not, and not since 21 Jump Street. Since, like, I was born, but also since one since, Jump Street, yeah, yeah, since Twenty One Jump Street, also just in by default, obviously. I mean that that works. Oh, this one's easy. Jennifer says, "What's your favorite holiday?" Jeff, talk about Christmas. Oh, Christmas is the place to be. Ain't no holiday comparing to Christmas. You can y'all can y'all can all people that like to talk about how you were bullied in high school can talk about Halloween all you want. Halloween is fine. It's fine. It has the second best candy of holidays maybe third because christmas is is pretty good but easter has the best candy uh halloween is fine i'm waiting for it to be over with so i can have two months of christmas christmas is extremely the shit um i love everything about it i love the energy the vibe i love going places and seeing shit get all like christmased out oh it's the fucking best so i knew that would be your answer what is your second favorite holiday my second favorite holiday might be it might be one of the summer bookends. It might be Memorial Day or Labor Day, um, primarily because they're the big season changing ones. Mm. And, um, you know, I think I like Labor Day because that's usually you can get yourself to a good county fair around Labor Day, a good state fair. We, I, didn't go, we should go to a state fair. I'm all for it. I'm from the Midwest, so I'm. Yeah. I'm a state fair aficionado. I think my second favorite holiday is New Year's Day because I like a holiday built around doing absolutely nothing. Like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I mean, Thanksgiving, you cook, you have people over. New Year's Day is for doing nothing. And I love it. More of that, please. Beyond that. Yeah. I don't know. Halloween's fine, but Halloween's not a real holiday. That's not. No, no, it's not. That's just, that's pretendo. I'm not a big adult Halloween fan. I don't do anything on it. Like, I don't even watch horror movies on Halloween anymore because here's the thing. I watch horror movies all year long, just all the time, constantly. I always, I've made the joke that finally October arriving means all of my friends that always talk about Halloween movies can finally talk about Halloween movies. (laughs) All right, next question. 
Stephen Simons says, although y'all are famously not fans of sports, have you ever watched a Canadian football league game? And will either of you come to Canada to do any shows? I have watched Canadian football. And here's the thing. They'd be in the NFL if they were better players. Like there's a reason you're playing in the CFL and there's always going to be that stink to it for me where like, Oh, these are, I know there's better out there. Like college is like watching arena league football. Yeah. Like college is different because that's like those, those kids are like young and hungry and trying to make it to the league. Youngry as we like to call it. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, once you're getting paid for it, I need you to be really getting paid for it before I care. I've seen episodes of Young Rock, which is a delightful sitcom, by the way. Uh, and they talk about the CFL, so I feel like I've seen one. I think that's enough. Yeah. I know the all-time leading passer. Doug Flutie, right? In professional sport or in professional football is a CFL guy. No, it's not Doug Flutie. Here's the thing. I don't think he's white. Uh, Doug Flutie is white. Uh, I mean, agree to disagree. That's why they're called Flutie Flakes. Yeah, I mean, agree to disagree. A- yeah, Anthony Calvillo, 79,816 yards. I like that Doug Flutie had to go to the CFL because everyone's like, you're short. And then he showed up at the NFL. And granted, he wasn't in the best situations at first. But it's like, imagine if he had gone to the NFL earlier on. He might have done very well. Did Flutie go to the CFL or USFL? I think he went to the CFL. I, I know they pulled him in from Canada. Yeah, maybe. Hey, because shut then he up. went to the Bills. He went to the Bills when he was in his like mid thirties, right? Like, yeah. Well, he played till he was like fifty-seven. And yeah. Then he immediately he was started. Drafted, doing... Oh, he was drafted by the Rams in his, the eleventh round, making him the lowest Heisman drafted uh, winner of all time. I'm sorry, the eleventh round. That's yeah. not still a thing. I don't think. Um. Yeah, he went to the eleventh round of the draft. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, after the USFL folded, he played his first four NFL seasons with the Bears and Patriots. So US- N- so it was USFL. Uh, yes, but he left the NFL in 1990 for the CFL, where he mm. was considered one of the greatest players. And then he returned eight years later in 1998 with the Bills and got Pro, ba- Pro Bowl and Comeback Player of the Year honors. But see, still, that's how I know yeah. the CFL talent isn't that good. Doug Flutie is one of your greatest players of all time. What is this, Boston College? Come on. My friend's mom tutored him at BC, and oh, she was yeah. like, he was not interested in science. Mm. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, he is now all those new Genix commercials with the big hurt. Oh, Frank Thomas telling me I got to get that tea up. She'll like it too, yeah, Frank Thomas. That's what I heard. Frank Thomas. I always love that people. Those new Genix commercials are always great because it's always like a couple is like harassing Frank Thomas on the street or something. Yeah. They're like, hey, you're Frank Thomas. And he's like, I, I sure am. And I sure am happy that you, a nice white couple, stopped me while I'm trying to live my life. And they're like, how come you fuck your wife so good? <laughs> only only one way to do it. Nugenics, yeah. baby. Yeah, they're always like, you look great. And does he? He looks fine. I would like to add, by the way, that uh, creating a company that rhymes with eugenics. Yeah. Not the strongest move. Yeah, it, it's a questionable decision. That's That's for sure. But also arguably a funny decision. I would like to also add that um, it's uh, Canada, you know, it, that's that's a pain in the ass to get to, to perform. I mean, I would, if we were doing like the 
like Bigfoot territories, I would maybe venture up in like performing to, in the Yukon or something. Yeah, I would I would venture up into Canada. Like, well, I, I mean, Bigfoot that's like Washington, Oregon, Russia. The, the problem is that from a stand-up perspective, we are what you would consider niche. Uh, you know, we're, we we don't have the big backings of like Comedy Central, Netflix, blah blah blah, etc. So like having us show up, your average person isn't going to know who we are. So it's a lot tougher to sell tickets in places where you can't cluster shows like Next City, Next City, Next City, where if it's a long ride, it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touring is not easy, and it's not cheap unless you're like Jeff said, either sponsored by someone or just selling out massive venues and we don't sell out massive venues. So yeah, it's, it's difficult, but I would like to tour. Like, I don't want to be defeatist about it. I'm sure at some point we'll have a sizable enough audience to tour wherever we want. The, the original Kings of comedy we'll call ourselves. Is that, is that taken? Is that a thing? That's It's not taken. It is. It's one of those things too, where I've been offered a lot of couches from fans and I am too old for that. Yeah. I don't uh, like sleeping at people's houses. I we like it's appreciated, but like, or, or if you, I get offered like a, a show where it's like, we could pay you a hundred bucks to come out. And I'm like, that is not enough. And I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Like, if you're touring, like if it's in LA and somebody offers me that, I'll be like, yeah, because I can go home after that. But a lot of times, it's like, you want to sleep on my couch? I'll give you $100 to do my house party. And it's like, that sounds like fun if I was 26. Yeah. Even at 26, I think I would have been over that a little yeah. bit. Who knows? I appreciate it. It would be nice to be able to afford to do stuff like that. But it's just like my back. <laughs> I'm 40, man. Like, Hurts when I bend over. You want me yeah. to come to Canada? Yeah. Yeesh. All right. Brian Knutson says, I'm not a user, but I wonder, with marijuana becoming legal in more and more places, why don't more people grow their own? Are there restrictions I don't know about? Or is it like growing your own produce, putting in a lot of time and effort for something you can get for a few cents at the grocery store? Thanks. We love you. Great question. It is getting easier to grow your own weed. It is, I mean, especially if you're growing it just for yourself, it is highly profitable. You will save a shit ton of money. Like one weed plant produces, I think, like if you do it right, I think something between like eight to 14 ounces of weed. And let me tell you, 12 ounces of weed would pretty much carry me through a year. If we're just talking like the flower weed, like I could, I can burn through an ounce a month if I'm really getting after it, but it, uh, it takes a lot of electricity. It takes a, like the lighting and like darkness also have to be like really fucking precise but they also like they sell kits now where you can just do that shit in your apartment. But yeah, it's just a it's a hassle. It's you'd be hard for me to get it into Skittle form growing it at home. No, it wouldn't. Like I have a machine that does that. Like you could be making your own edibles right now. But it seems like work. I'll just rob a local dispensary. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's work, but like I have just it's called the magical butter machine and like the amount of edibles you could make is bananas like 
you're like, it's almost upsetting. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a hassle. I, I've thought about it from time to time, like trying to grow my own weed. Like I have the space now, but even then, ah, what am don't I? do it. Yeah. What it seems like it'll create headaches that you don't need to deal with. Yeah, I'm a fucking gardener buy now. Buy weed like an American. Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's why I don't fucking grow carrots. Yeah. Well, carrots, I, I can see, like, you're going to need a whole lot of space to make growing your own carrots worth your time. But weed? If you're a weed smoker, you it's worth it. You don't know. Smoke weed every day. What do you, what do you mean? I've never heard. You smoke weed every day. What's that from? I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. Question from Paul. We're still on Patreon. On a Patreon. Patreon.com slash unpops, right? Paul says... What is your take on how bad we overestimated Russia? And what do you think Putin will do next since the war isn't going as planned? Man, I feel like we are jumping the gun a little bit on that. Yeah, I don't know if I want to commit to an answer on that one. Yeah, like the war isn't going as planned, but also Russia has run several war games and war exercises in recent history that oftentimes end with them launching like a limited nuclear strike because of situations exactly like this. They feel like they're losing the war and they need to restore a little balance. So it's, eh, let's just, let's blow one up over Finland or something. There is something to be said about like, how much do you overestimate, how much did we underestimate Russia's ability to want to end the world because they got humiliated? Yeah, we've underestimated Russia before. Like, Maybe thro- you have. Throughout most of the 90s, we were like, ha, ah, Russia's, they're no threat anymore. And then, boom, they were a threat all of a sudden, once again. So, I don't know. I, 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 I'm cautious in saying we overestimated Russia. Like, the war's not over. Like, it's not, they have not withdrawn. And until they do, like, Keep in mind, they have the second most nukes behind us, and they have said they would use them in the past. So, I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? I think they're doing great. Doing great work. (laughs) Good work. Good job, you guys. Real winners. United States goes to war all the time. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. All right. Last Patreon question from JT for Adam and Jeff. If you could take over one sports team from any league or country, what team would it be and why? Oh, my God, the Chicago Bears. you kidding me? Why? They are a poorly run franchise. Here, I've, I've shared this with Chet, and I'm going to share it publicly. I'm not completely confident in this, but I would not be surprised at all if the Pittsburgh Steelers go deep into the playoffs this year with Mitchell Trubisky as their quarterback. Trubisky is not a bad quarterback. The Bears coaching staff was a terrible coaching staff. And uh, you see it all the time. They just, they The Bears. The Bears. They- From, from the, you you know. They're a poorly run organization. That's all. They're a poorly run organization. Oh, that's I would run the Cowboys. I would take over the Dallas Cowboys. I would make them the wokest shit you could possibly imagine. I would be like, gay fans get in free. I would do (laughs) 
And the fans would ne- they wouldn't be able to disassociate the team with their own personal identity. So they would keep coming at it. Uh, they would keep doing it. And that is very funny to me. Mm, also, sure. as a bonus, two of the players on the Cowboys are from my alma mater, one of which is my old student, Sean McKeon. And um, it would be nice to just be back in charge of that kid. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, you thought you were you thought you were past me now? Bam. Exactly. I'm Jerry Jones, bitch. Drop the fucking hammer. It's also the Cowboys are one of the most insanely profitable major league franchises. Yeah, I think they're worth more than the Yankees, even. I think they are. I think you're right. Um, And if not, they're up there. Yeah, it's out of control. Uh, But I just, I would really like the idea of like really like kind of going, because with Cuban owning owning the Mavs, and if I went in owning the Cowboys, we could just totally just take those nice Dallas teams and just really twist them in a fun way. Yeah. yeah. Why, why Cuban? Like he already, I feel like, owns he, I feel like he'd not... be willing to make shit gayer. If I had him, if I had him like sign on, like woke mm. it up a little bit. I don't know. He he's, might. he's still an old rich white dude. He, yeah. But he's a trolling billionaire in the, in the positive way, as opposed to like the awful, terrible versions. Yeah. He's still awful and terrible because he's a billionaire, but you get it. There is one more Patreon question. Rusty Shackelford says, what is the worst concert you've ever been to and why? Everclear in Grand Forks, North Dakota, because it was at a point in history when Everclear thought they still had the audience to play arenas, and they were sorely mistaken. So I saw Everclear at a about 15,000-seat hockey arena, and there were maybe 250 to 500 people there. And boy, let me tell you, that does not do good things to the acoustics in that room. It sounded so fucking bad. And I just felt bad for them. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, it was a very bad look. I don't know if this counts as a concert, but it was definitely a show because my friend worked for a local radio station uh, in Worcester called 104.5 WXLO. And I got to see Bronson Arroyo perf- play guitar and sing. And it was basically like, what? It's a, he's a Red Sox, for you don't know, he was a Red Sox pitcher that helped win the World Series. He, he actually did really well in, that, in, the, in the postseason in 04. And he had um, cornrows. He sure did. And also, it was like watching the worst dude at college break out his acoustic guitar at a party. I, yeah, I mean, we talked about it on the sports pod. Oh, yeah. What did he, what song of his, I think he was covering Stone Temple Pilots. There's the the one that I remember him like really being like, oof, was he did Shimmer by Fuel, (laughs) which is one of those songs that you forget is incredible. That song rules. That song, like it, it has escaped your brain. And then when you hear it again, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. This song. And he did that. um, But I was like, oh, this song can be terrible. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet that was bad. All right, yeah. Jeff, do we yes, have sir. any Twitter questions? I Well, I have lots of Twitter questions. Or, Let well, me, um, hey, I, I got pick. two on, I got two on Instagram first. Let me get those out of the way so then I can get back to Twitter. On uh, Instagram, Paige Summerfield says, what's the nicest thing you remember someone saying about you? Mm, I mean, a lot of people have said very nice things about me. You go first. I don't know. Um, you know, I, it's it's hard because it's hard to remember like who said what and to like get it right where you're just like doing that. But 
I remember somebody said that there was nobody they would rather have in their corner than me. And that felt really good. Oh, yeah, I disagree. Like, well, no, it's because I don't have your back. Right. Yeah. And I would if I was in your corner, I would literally pull the stool out from under you when you tried to sit down. Right. And then kick you in the head. Sure. Sure. Million dollar baby. you. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, we like we've had people tell us like as a network and I think some of the hosts individually that they were like uh, contemplating suicide and our podcast got them through that. Like I've gotten emails from people that uh, like, I wouldn't really want to share with the rest of the public, but read one now. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. I should. I don't know. People have said a lot of nice things about me. There's not one particular thing that stands out. When I dropped out of college, though, I, my English professor did say, whatever you do in life, make sure it involves writing. So that was nice. And that yeah, I would like me. to add, though, and I think it's important that um, doing a podcast with you makes me want to kill you. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I will kill you. Like, it's not that it makes me want to. I've like, it's in. Well, you're a bad person. I don't know yeah, if I can. Un- I don't know if I can undo it. At this point. Yeah. Um, Rancid Monkey asks, what's the worst job interview or interview question that you ever had? Oh, worst job interview. I don't know how many. I've had like three, maybe. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm good at a job interview. I fucking nail job interviews. Yeah. I will tell you, though, I did get a job at Pacific Sunwear that I had for less than 24 hours. Because we went to, like, they gave us, like, a big employee meeting. It was, like, a seasonal thing. And they're like, you know, some of you, you know, you might go a week without getting any work. And I just, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm out. And then I just left the meeting. (laughs) I was like, someone else can have my hours. I'm out. And then I just walked. Because I was like, fuck you. I interviewed to be a Schwann's delivery driver once. And me and the guy, like, really hit it off. Like, Like, I had him laughing. Like it was such a good interview, and then they just never called me back. That sucked. I wanted yeah, to... that guy got fired and arrested. Yeah, I don't know that in retrospect that I wanted to be a delivery driver in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That would have been a nightmare. Uh, You're a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Um, okay, let us take a look at Twitter because we have some. Uh, let's see, where is it? You don't have shit. Hey, can you not be rude, please? No, no, I can't. Um, um, oh, here's one. Uh, this one uh, is from El Seldo, and he says, Jeff, how do you feel on the unpops when you aren't hosting? And Adam says his favorite co-host of all is no co-host. I feel great because it confirms my bias that Adam is a bad person. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That We've gotten that question a couple times. Why does no one ever ask that about Olivia? I say that on Conspiracy the Show. Because it's the only, those are the only two shows where I have like fixed hosts who also sometimes aren't there. So it's like the only time I get to make, I get to make that little joke. So I do it on the conspiracy pod too. It's just a joke. Obviously, Jeff has been a part of this network for, I would argue, too long. Well, I mean, at one point, we both agreed that it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No, but I mean, in theory, what we've been, we've been sort of together, obviously, with the asterisk for like nine years now. Yeah. It's been a long time. Like That is fucking wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Because so, it's weird because I don't like you. Yeah. See, Jeff can, Jeff can take a joke. 
And yeah. I know he can also take it when I am being completely honest when I say my favorite co-host of all is no co-host. So fuck you, Jeff. Hey, fuck you, Adam. <laughs> hey, um, Stephen the Lesser says, what's the worst sandwich you'd make your co-host eat while recording an episode? That's a weird question because I, I don't know, like a dog turd sandwich. Yeah, yeah, like, shit sandwich. Yeah, if you're asking what we would do to each other to harm each other, we don't have a lot of breaks. There's no governor on the engine here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is that like a dig at the McRib? Because we did make guests that, at a McRib once, but that, I mean, that was a delight. I would do that again. I would do it just to be able to eat another McRib. It's been it's been a bit. They The last time they had them is when I was sick. It's, it's usually during, like, winter. Yeah, and I had those crazy stomach issues for like three months and here's the thing i did still get one mcrib in yeah like i wasn't gonna be completely denied but and that mcrib ooh, it made its way out real quick i'm guessing it was not the best choice i gotta be honest though a mcrib they nailed it the sweetness mm-hmm. of the sauce mixed with the crisp crunchiness of the onion it's one of the only things i'll eat raw onions on and the pickle. Although I will add that I think the McDonald's people get a little sarcastic with the onion sometimes where you'll get it. And it's just like a big, long sliver of onion where you're like, dude, what the fuck, man? I used to get them no onion, no pickle. And that's insane. No, I mean, it's still it's it's still pretty solid. And I ordered it that way. And one time this guy in the drive through goes, just say plain. And I was like, Jesus. OK, Sergeant McDonald's. That guy rules so hard because he's like, fuck this job. Fuck this guy. But no, he doesn't because the next time I ordered it plain and they gave it to me with no onion, no pickle and no barbecue sauce. It's like, what world are we like? Why even give me bread? Why? Why? What's with the bread? That's fucking wild. Um, I would add, though, that I might actually and I think when the McRib comes back, I might request this. I would might prefer the rehydrated onions to the raw onion slices. Mm. I don't know those. I like I like those weird rehydrated onions. I love the texture of them. But they only work in the context of the McDonald's foods. Trust as someone who worked at a McDonald's, I've done some experimenting. Yeah. You know what's surprisingly not good? A Big Mac replaced the garbage Thousand Island with just any like ketchup. You would think, okay, simple switch. The thing I don't like about the Big Mac is the Thousand Island. So I should be able to just swap that out. Tried it when I worked at McDonald's. Gross. It's some. It's like that Big Mac. Just the name is tainted by the flavor of Thousand Island. Fair. Um, Andres Alvarez uh, says, "Hey, uh, sorry to keep this going. This is about the the Shut Up Nerd Pod." That we- um, Adam, are you a Zelda one slash Transformers person or more of a Zelda two GI Joe person? Did you ever play the Zelda games? I would be Zelda one GI Joe. Oh, okay. Because I, 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 I played Zelda like that was the first and only Zelda game I played. I had the gold NES cartridge. It's good cartridge. Yeah. And I was way, 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 way into GI Joe's. I, at one point had every G.I. Joe, and I shit you not, the day I got the last one I needed, I got a flyer in the mail about how they had just released like 15 new G.I. Joes. But I got most of those too. So yeah, Transformers, the thing about Transformers, I grew up poor, 
And I wasn't when G.I. Joe was like in my wheelhouse. Like my parents had the money to support that. By the time Transformers and whatnot started getting huge, we didn't, it was, an, it was a spendy toy. We didn't have the money for it. You reminded me that I got you a little treat. Uh-oh. A little present. And I can show you what it is right now if you want. I would like to see it. Is it a complete set of Transformers? Oh, I had that. I did fucking have that. The William Perry G.I. Joe. Hell the yeah. The refrigerator Perry G.I. Joe mail away. You had to mail away for him. Oh, yeah, you did. I, I came across him in the wild and was like, I know who's getting this. Thanks, man. That's I feel like awesome. I'm responsible for 60% of the crap that you have. Yeah, a lot of the like collectibles that aren't albums. Yes, 100%. Um, El Seldo, who's getting greedy with the question, says, how come you picked the Cubs over the Sox? I always wondered how people in cities with two teams decide. Um, You know, I think the Cubs were just on TV more because it is actually, even though I grew up in Peoria and I was like in general surrounded by Cubs fans, there weren't any Cubs fans in my life. My dad was a Dodgers fan. My best friend, Larry and his entire family were disgusting fucking Cardinals fans. So I didn't, it just felt right. Like it still feels right. Like, I don't know. Like, fucking ask Alex Schmidt how he landed on the White Sox. Fucking weirdo. That's even, yeah, that's a harder thing to understand. Yeah. The Cubs, and also, I've said this before, the year I started watching sports, the Cubs almost went to the World Series. So the Cubs were just hot at the time. And my mom, God love my mom, had the biggest crush on Leon Durham. Hell yeah. Remember Leon Durham, first baseman, had the jerry curl, wore those glasses that would be so popular now. Looked like Easy e playing baseball. <laughs> she used to say she wanted to eat his face. Easy eat. <laughs> I don't get it. No, that was, it was Easy e. Um, Adam, Sue Denham asks, uh, if you guys hadn't become comics or hosts, what other job uh, would you think you would have been good at and not hated? And I am not allowed to say teaching, and you are not allowed to say delivery driver in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Mm, fair, fair. I think I would have been an incredible, like, shady car or real estate salesman. Mm. I'm very charming when I interact with people in that regard. I can disarm them very well. And I have a very good fake smile, you know? My childhood dream was to be a, like, a forensic detective. Not like, like, I didn't want to be like, I wanted to work in the crime lab. Like, I wanted to do CSI shit. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do the crimes and then solve them with science back at a lab. Like I was, I was into that shit before everyone was way into CSI. Like as a kid, I wanted, cause I read a book and they solved this crime because they found like one gold paint chip on this woman's leg. And like looking back on it now, they probably just framed someone and like got a false confession out of them. But at the time I was like, damn science. That's crazy. But yeah, then I, you know, grew up to not like the police. So now I do this. So fuck the police. What? Come on, Jeff. Yeah, you heard me. We're in Los Angeles. I know. Um, 
Adam uh, at Sharklottle asked, uh, which historical figure do you wish more people understood was actually a huge piece of shit? I know people are coming around to it, but Ronald Reagan still needs more negative PR. Yeah, Ronald Reagan, for sure. Um, I know... I. Like, I know people talk about John Lennon as being kind of a, a, a shit bird, but I think that I think he's worse than people give he's him worse than Reagan credit for. Yeah, not. I mean, here's what about I don't know, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, the royal family. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Let's see. Um, oh, uh, at Mexican underscore nerd says, what conspiracy theory that you know is false do you wish was true? Mm. Ah, Bush did 9-11. I was actually going to say Bush did 9-11 too. Oh my yeah. God, gift of the Magi. <laughs> right? I know. That Bush. reminds me of Matt Lieb's bit. Oh, about yeah. How basically bin Laden, when they searched his phone, the, his uh, computer, they found that he had been looking up 9-11 conspiracy theories. And yeah. about how pissed he must have been that he said the juice did 9-11. Yeah. Such a perfect bit. Shout out to Matt Lieb. Um, at Maybe It's Lettuce, for both of you, other than marrying the person you love slash loved at the time, uh, what was your favorite part of your wedding? Love for me, loved at the time was for Oh, you. okay. 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 Um, we did, like, we didn't do, like, a big fucking thing like we went to a, a courthouse type of thing and uh when like most of the people would have the person take them outside and like read them their vows somewhere pretty and we were like hey man just fucking do it here and so we were just like doing our vows in front of a window and there were like people behind us but you're not like thinking about that and then when we both said i do Everyone started clapping, and Aww. that I don't think would have happened if we were outside. We would have, you know, just got like yeah. fucking somebody. You would have had just like a just, dude taking a shit in the background. Or yeah, something. we would have been swatting at wasps and shit like that. So um, I like that, and also I, uh, I I shaved my hair that morning, and I missed a patch, uh, like straight line, you had a jig, big tongue pose. Right Wife did not tell me. It just it thought. I don't know. I had. She was getting you used to that. It was so that was maybe that's what people were clapping about was yeah seeing that patch of hair back there because I was that was facing everyone who clapped. They clapped nevertheless. For me, it was the food. Mm. I had a good New England wedding, a winter New England wedding, where we had um, one of our food options was a a incredible like turkey dinner, and the other one was this dope as shit like haddock um it was either the fish or turkey or like the vegan option or whatever you wanted but like both meals were so good and the cake was a chocolate cake with raspberry filling with a chocolate frosting with candy snowflakes on it because it was a night winter wedding wow it was dope as shit like i think about that cake all the time Shut the up. food was the food was so good sounds good um adam maybe it's lettuce wants to know if you were arrested without explanation what would your friends and family think you've done for me, it's fight a stranger. Oh, oh wait. You know what? Let's re- let's rephrase. Adam, what do you think I would have done? And I'll tell you what I think you would have done. Oh, you're absolutely right. Fight a stranger for you. Yeah. I would think that you would have gotten black bagged for doing some kind of conspiracy thing that would have gotten correct. That is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> like I think as I was going there, I was like, I think we both know what yeah. would have happened. Um, 
J. Mac McGrady says, Adam, as someone born and raised in the Midwest and currently in a super small Indiana town, what are actual real life differences in people on the coasts compared to the Midwest? Does the better weather just make everyone happier in Cali? I like to think that people assume that people are way different. Yeah. uh, It's not as different as you guys think. Yeah, like most people in Los Angeles are just regular people working jobs. Like we have fast food restaurants and retail stores and every kind of business and whatever you can imagine. And people got to work there and they have to pay rent and make a living. Like the people who are from here, I don't think are what you would expect because they also aren't like people are just picturing like fucking actors and shit like celebrities. Yeah. When they picture would, L.A. And that's why rappers get robbed out here. People are a little more laid back here. I think like the, the people that are born here tend to be a little bit more laid back than the people on the East Coast. Yes. Yes. That's something that I've noticed. But like like everyone's like, why are you trying to fight that guy, that airport police officer? I'm like, he's blowing his whistle, but he's also in my way. So I can't move forward. Right. And right. Like, and they're like, just get around him. It's a real thing. Yeah. Happens. And as someone from the Midwest, I'd be like, why are there cops at the airport? The fuck's right. happening right now? 9-11, Adam. Um, mm, never heard of uh, it. AJ um, uh, Susamigos says, what's your biggest concert regret? A show you decided not to go to and wish you did or something that you didn't enjoy that you thought you would? I had tickets to see Paul McCartney at Wrigley Field. And I don't completely regret it but i sold them to go see bruce springsteen but it was a bruce springsteen solo acoustic show where he he played solo acoustic but also played like a pump organ and it was it was it is to this day one of the coolest fucking concerts i've ever seen in my life he played a version of I want to say it was Jungle Land, either Jungle Land or Thunder Road, where he played it on acoustic guitar, but instead of strumming the chords or even like touching the the strings at all, he would just hold down the chords and then slap the guitar. So the chord would just kind of like ring out. Slap it a bass, man. It was, uh, here's one of my, here's my biggest concert regret. I used to have hundreds and hundreds of concerts like bootleg concerts on cd and on digital file and they were like soundboard recordings i got way into it at one point and they were all on this hard drive and i fucking lost them when i moved from santa monica to burbank and i had that concert that i went to on a bootleg and uh so i i regret that um, not going to see Tom Petty at the bowl. Oh yeah. 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 I that had like, who knew that was going to be yeah. like his last shows. Did you ever see Tom Petty? No. And yeah. I had a chance to see him at the bowl and I, I couldn't afford it at the time. Yeah. That sucks. I saw him twice. I wasn't in a position to drop a hundred bucks on anything that it wasn't a lot of food or something. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, uh, Connor Karen, uh, Oh, we've seen that name before as a guy with a bunch of kids. You want some <laughs> free? I'll just leave one or two on the curb. Seriously though. Do either of you wish you were dad slash want to be dads? 
Uh, never thought I'd be able to care for a tiny person, but I surprised myself. Adam? Uh, I have a kid. He's old. He's well, he's adult age. He's 46 years old, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 27, so. Bet I could kick his ass. Probably. <laughs> I bet I could, too. Still. Old then man still son. got it. <laughs> I just beat him with a belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot um, at him. Man, I got to be honest, man. I think I'd be a dope dad, but also I'm probably never going to be. So that's fine. Move, next question. Uh, <laughs> at PostBop3C, uh, what's one thing do you wish didn't happen? Just one. <laughs> one thing I wish didn't like a, happen? Like, I think he's, th- I think he's th- thinking of, like, from a global perspective. Um, a Holocaust? Slavery. That's it's hard. It's hard. If you How do say you choose? slavery? We ain't getting this dope country anymore, bro. Yeah, but still, I mean, <laughs> where, where are our monuments going to come from, bro? No, yeah, um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's hard. A lot of bad stuff happened. Um, Native American genocide, say, I, but, slavery. But also, that's like let's do it specifically one in the moment event, not like something that would have occurred over the series of whatever. Oh. So like some one thing that happened over the course of like one day, for example, like nine eleven, which we know you're not going to pick. Yeah, of course I'm not going to pick nine eleven. Um, I don't. I'll do a trivial one. Uh, Kurt Cobain. I wish Kurt Cobain lived. Never recorded. Never mind. A little longer. I wish Kurt Cobain lived a little longer for a lot of reasons. I w- I do genuinely want to hear what kind of music he would have made, but I also. Do you think he would have Morrissey'd out? Uh, I think there's a chance of that, but I also think he would not have done well in the Me Too era. Like, he's got... We did a whole very in-depth podcast about Nirvana, and Kurt Cobain is, like, held up as this kind of feminist icon, but then when you dig into his dealings with women, he was anything but... Like, he he was not great with women. I... I would probably, I mean, I think something that from my life, the sort of looking at how the um, Bush Gore election went. Mm, yeah. Maybe to see, I would like to see 9 11 from a different perspective. <laughs> yeah. Um, Democrats take. All right. Uh, Dave Blogger says, Do you guys have long term goals for your podcasts? Uh, more of the same, which would be great, as I am a huge fan of them, or branching out to things like video, live podcasts, an unpopped space station. Um, I think that we would both agree that whatever would make us more money. Yeah. As much as we'd like to say that the artistic integrity is great, I think we've got that. I think we've nailed that shit. Now let's make more money doing it without having to sell out to a large corporate entity that will suck the energy and life forms out of what we do. Right. That's not a thing I want to do. I don't want to like sign a deal with. You don't want to be owned. Yeah. But of course I want to make more money doing podcasts, but I also uh, like, of course I want to do other stuff too. Like I, I didn't start out doing podcasts. Like I was, I got my start as a writer and I was kind of thrust into pursuing podcasts a little more seriously than I planned. Like I still had plans to, you know, branch out and start doing more episodes and things, but I wasn't like keen on starting a full podcast network and doing podcasts the way I do now. Because you're garbage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You said because you're garbage, right? Yeah. 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 Because you're garbage. Yeah. Because you're garbage. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I said. 
Mm, I think it's what you said. I think you said because you're garbage. And so, yeah, like, of course, we want to do... I want to do, I'm sure yeah. Jeff, like, I want to do stand up again. Like, I want to do, I want to do everything. There's lots of stuff that I want to try out that I'm trying to figure out how to do it right. Um, uh, at Pants for Farts, it's a great, <laughs> that's a great Twitter handle. You good. can relive one day in your life. Which is it? 9 11. Yeah. Yeah. 9 12 for me. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, um, I don't, man, that's tough. Yeah. That is maybe the day that I, won the money on the on the game show that was pretty exciting yeah i don't know that's uh, a hard one yeah that's there's a lot a lot of days like i've had it's like asking me to name my favorite kid i mean i'm sure everyone can name their favorite kid if they have multiple kids but yeah but they won't because they're cowards yeah yeah i don't know i don't know like a particular day uh yeah the the first time I opened for Portugal, the man was very cool. That was, uh, that was cool, yeah. it went so much better than I expected it to. And I, I mean, I could obviously give more serious answers, I guess, or more personal answers, but no. But no. Yeah. Um, Crippled Giraffe asks um, our opinions on the following four food items. Egg salad. Hard yes for me. Mm. God, it's a God tier food for me. Uh, yeah, not a, not a fan at all. Okay. Anchovies, not a fan. I'm not a fan, but I also used to eat sardines as a kid and I'm told that there's not much difference, but also I wasn't slathering them on pizza. Not putting fish on pizza. God, anchovies are so strong that if you have them on a pizza, that's all you're tasting. And they're hairy. It's like eating a cat's tongue. Uh, hibachi. I guess I'm guessing that means like going to like, um, oh God, what's the name of the place? Ben, uh, Benihana, which hell yeah. I have literally never gone. But you would. I would. Yeah. The closest. Well, we didn't go. We didn't go to one. The one in Santa Monica ever. Oh. I, and here's the thing. When I moved to Santa Monica, I was one of the first things I said to myself was, holy shit. There is a Benihana right around the corner. I am finally going to go to Benihana. And I never went. Let's go to that Benihana. Is Let's it go to still, a Benihana. Is it still open? That had we'll to have gotten find one. I went to a goddamn rainforest down. cafe a little while ago. It's fine. <laughs> and then finally, bugles, which hard, hard yes on bugles. Ooh, ah, they taste like it's like a puffed Frito. They taste like savory cereal or something. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I don't like the flavor. Now, now I, you put me in front of a corn nut and we can talk. We we have a. Uh, vastly differing opinions on those four that's a much better question than i expected it to be to be 100 percent honest um if space and living on other planets becomes a, a thing or were actually a thing would you live in space on a space station or would you be more of a planet person uh, pl- planet for me yeah why would why would i want to live in my car i don't want to live in yeah i don't want to live in space all right um here's a good one uh revelatory brick asks you get to switch one athlete with the lead in any movie. That actor now plays whatever sport the athlete did. And the athlete, of course, uh, and the athlete has to act in that movie. Best switch. Um, um, let's go Annie Hall. And I would like to switch Mike Tyson and Woody Allen. I mean, kind of an obvious one, but sure. Because I would just like to see Woody Allen have to fight Evander Holyfield. <laughs> That's that all would, I want. Yeah, that... That would be fun. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Shaq. I want. I want. I want Shaq and Jamie Foxx 
to trade. I'm like, is Shaq the athlete or the actor in this situation, Adam? Shaq is playing Ray Charles, Jeff. That's what's happening. And <laughs> Jamie Foxx is playing with late 90s, Kobe. early 2000s Kobe. And we're seeing how those two get along. I bet it would be an equal switch. As in, each one would do as well as the other one is doing at the same position. Probably. You know who really hated each other? Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J. When they worked together on Any Given Sunday, not fans of each other. Really? Yeah. I know this Mm. because I love Jamie Foxx. You ever seen Beat Shazam? God, he's a good game show host. Yeah. I loved him on In Living Color. At T. Uh, Telepri says, what are y'all's thoughts or experiences with existentialist philosophy and or ideation? My thoughts are, man, that's a too, that's too much for this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even go to college, so. Yeah. Adam, if you could move to another country, which one would you choose and why? That's from uh, Shiny Failure. The problem is I've never been to any. I mean, I've been to Canada, but... Like, that's what's the difference? Like, yeah, that's that's just uh, if Wyoming was wider. Yeah, that is that is America's waiting room, essentially, is yeah. Canada. Um, Although I'd fuck with living in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Winnipeg is no, that's just yeah, like no, north. No, no, Winnipeg. No. Yeah, that's like that's just like living in Detroit. That's colder. Yeah, that's <laughs> north Detroit, basically. Born and yeah. raised in North Detroit. Um, I saw like there, like Toronto, and you're right, Vancouver, and you're probably right about Vancouver. That's probably the one that I would want to go to as well. Um, that they're like considered like some of the best cities to live in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I, I'd really fuck with living in Japan. Yeah, I for a long time wanted to live in Japan, and I, I could go still live in see Japan. It. Um, yeah, Japan. I mean, South Korea is probably pretty cool. Uh. And like Australia, that's that's just like L.A. with big spiders. Yeah. South Korea cheated and stole Roy Jones Jr.'s gold medal away from him. So, oh, still got a little bit. Yeah. But that's 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 funny. Like, remember when remember when Putin stole Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring? (laughs) Objectively hilarious. Still got it. Um, uh, Reasonably Zen asks, uh. Hey guys, love your various podcasts. What are some of your favorite podcasts? I'm always looking for new ones. Thank you for all that you do and it's appreciated. That's a tough one because we don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts, but Secretly Incredibly Fascinating is delightful. Mm-hmm. And I would I would like to add, if you're looking for a newer podcast that just bumped, um, I've been enjoying Family Gems with um, Suba Agarwal and Valerie Tossi. That's just a little plug for Val too. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking... <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts, man. I don't yeah. have time. Like I, I make, I also, I make podcasts. Like I'm not going to yeah. come home from my job making hot dogs and eat hot dogs, you know, like, and I definitely can't listen to podcasts while I'm making podcasts. That's yeah, no, it's very, very tough. I listened to an episode of never seen it, um, where they basically, somebody comes on and writes a script for a, a show or a movie they've never seen. Yeah, like a TV show, and that that was pretty funny as well. Yeah, um, but it's hard to find time. Like you got to be like in the car driving or something like that. Yeah, and like my wife listens to podcasts, but like what NPR needs my fucking plug. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, uh, Karma Whore One says, uh, "Who's your dream guest and why?" Uh, <laughs> Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. Why? 
Uh, I don't know. It's an unexpected answer. I, I met all of the impractical jokers uh, at the premiere of that show, and they were all very nice, and I have been a staunch advocate for them and that show ever since, and I do think it's a very funny show. And uh, he's the one of the four that is most into podcasts, it seems. So he'd probably make the best podcast guest of the four. And if I'm being honest, we could probably get him. Like, it's not... I feel like true TV show star is not an impossible dream in terms of podcast guests. But also, I'm very lazy about that kind of thing. I have the dream guest for the wrong reason. Is I would fucking love to have Chris D'Elia on the show mm-hmm. and just fucking go after him. Like, I would love to have a one-on-one, non-public, you know, that there's... Yeah, like I mean, but if we're talking watching. that, there's like a list of 25 to 30 people probably more that sure. I would love to have on in that yeah. way. But yeah, so I guess, a po- oh. yeah, you're right. A positive, a positive, uh, for some, I like somebody that would be a real pot, you know, Tom Cruise, because I would like the bump. Yeah. Tom Cruise would be <laughs> very fun. He's awesome, dude. Like I know he's in like the, in a cult and it's weird and everything like that, but dude's yeah. rock. Or like, like Jack, Bla- Jack Black would be, yeah, Jack Black would be fun. Fun podcast um, guest. Uh, also, uh, they, they asked me the which season had the best Doctor Crusher hair, and it's season seven. Um, okay, so um, Tony Serpico, this one's for me. What advice do you have uh, with your experience as a teacher? And I've said this before, and I'll say it again: never try to be the cool teacher. It is both pathetic and also weird. Uh, stop trying to have children think you're cool. Just be cool. And also eat lunch with the kids if you have a chance. You can you'd be surprised at how that actually makes you cool without trying to be cool. Eat kids um, for lunch. You heard it here first. Fuck yeah, dude. Is that what you said? Uh, yep. Damaged Ham says which comic book or fantasy or action film casting decision that would piss off toxic nerds would you be the most excited for? Meaning, uh what I gotta tell you, you know, it would be um uh, what's her name from uh from Orange is the New Black, um, the trans woman whose name Laverne Cox mm-hmm. as Superman. Oh, or Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, or like Wonder Woman or something. Something that would make like you got to find the perfect ingredients of the worst people in the world, and then be like, uh, how can I cast this to anger those people? So, yeah, Laverne Cox as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I want an Asian James Bond. I, Joel Kim Booster as James Bond. Perfect. I want Ooh, that. even better. Uh, Laverne Cox as the new Harry Potter. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Uh, yeah, uh, Harrietta Potter. All right. Um, let's see. Most overrated TV series in your opinion? Uh, this is from Detractorp, and the correct answer is Friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Friends is up there. Uh. I never liked uh, Family Guy, like, at all. Fair. So that, Shiny there we have it. Shiny Failure says, what current TV show do you like so much that you would strap someone down and use the Levotico treatment on them to make them watch? From. It is a show on epics, which is why you have not seen it. You meaning everyone. It stars Harold Perrineau, who is a fucking delight. It's like Lost, but if the people who made Lost had a chance to do it again, so it's, 
I feel like it's going to be better. There's only one season so far, but it's basically it's it's a show about I don't know. I don't want to explain it. From on epics, yeah. it fucking rules. The first uh, season is out in its entirety. Please watch it for the love of God, Adam. I'll I'll do an epics one as well. I wasn't going to go with this, but I will. Pennyworth, mm. the backstory of Alfred the Butler, um, and it is insane and it fucks and I love it so much. Um, uh, oh, great. Googly says, uh, Adam, you ever find time to play that Xbox? And, uh, if so, what do you got going on? And I, we both got Xboxes roughly at the same time. And, uh, no, I do not. But one of the things I want to kind of get into, like I, I asked everyone to go follow, you don't even like sports on YouTube because we're, uh, trying to get into more video stuff. And I still have that Xbox. I don't know about Jeff. I do. I wouldn't, like, I'm still not a big gamer, but here's the thing. Jeff, have you ever played Home Run Derby on MLB 2K, take your pick, 21, 22? It is like meditating. It is the absolute most fucking fun. And I would not be opposed. I think I even said this in the Discord or something, that at one point I wouldn't mind getting on the the Twitch or something uh, of the like. Yeah. And, you know, like playing stuff like that, like I'm not I'm still not that much of a gamer, but man, do I fuck with Home Run Derby. Hell Plays yeah. Jimmy Fox. Oof. Ooh, Jimmy Fox. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Does he still have that weird stance where he holds the bat like he's like guarding the, the fucking the Queen of England. He sure does. He hit more home runs than people remember. He's great. Um, we're on to the Discord. I know we, we, we can we can bang through these. Nickelobe Light says, who do you two have as your early Super Bowl matchup? Mm. It's I Buffalo. Mean, it's, yeah, as much as I like the my Steelers pick, it's seeming like Buffalo for sure in the AFC. NFC. The A- NFC should just not send anyone. They should just let it be an all-AFC Super Bowl this yeah. year. Is it, is it going to be Tampa? I could see it being Tampa. Here's the thing. I want Jameis Winston to just please make it through this season healthy the entire way because I feel like Jameis Winston is just waiting to break out. Because here's the thing. People don't give this story enough credit, but when he was playing in Tampa Bay, he needed LASIK surgery. Like he threw a shit ton of touchdowns, but he also threw a bunch of interceptions. And then he eventually came out and was like, yeah, it turns out I got to get my fucking eyes fixed. I've needed like it's that like the thing you see in movies where they give someone glasses and they're like, whoa, what? And last season he got hurt after I think week five, but he was playing lights fucking out through those five weeks. And I feel like if Jameis Winston stays healthy, the Saints could go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Look at that. Um, Aero Trice asks, is it too soon to dress up as Mikhail Gorbachev or Queen Elizabeth II for this upcoming Halloween? This is an easy answer. No. No, but also you are not going to be the only one of those characters there. So, yeah, yeah. If you want to be like everyone else, wear one of those two costumes. Yeah. Lots of people getting those directions on their Waze app right now. Yeah. Um, Norm from Cheers asked, if Predator was in the Purgiverse, who would win? The answer, Predator. Who's Predator against? I think it's just like humanity or people Uh, purging. 
I don't yeah. know. The answer is Predator. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not even going to see it. Because Predators attack only attack people that are being violent. That's yeah. generally their move. So, like, at the Purge, like, you're just going to see every, half of these clowns are just going to have three red dots and then explode like Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric Germ says, uh, Jeff, you why? It's the long pinball thing. You walk into a favorite pinball arcade. The guy says you can have any pinball machine in this room, provided you can pick it up and carry it out here by yourself in one shot. What am I taking home? Keep in mind that size, weight, and shape are factors here. Nothing. I can take nothing because I cannot <laughs> lift a, a pinball machine. But um, I will tell you my favorite current pinball machines, which is Godzilla. The new Godzilla pinball machine fucks so hard. You pinball guy at all, Adam? Um, I mean, I, I play it when it's around. Yeah. I'm not anti-pinball. I just, uh, we're in week three of the league right now, and I had a bit of a good game last night. I had a good night last night, and I have catapulted myself into the A group, and I'm not, I don't like that. Well, I mean, don't get yourself relegated, that's for sure. I don't want to be in the A group. That's too good. Oh. I don't, these are the guys that I'll have ponytails and, and like six tables at home. There is like nothing ba- stopping you from having a fucking ponytail, dude. No, but there is something for me having six tables. Oh, sure. I should sure. get a pinball machine and just surprise my roommate. <laughs> hey, you got a pinball machine now in your house. Sorry about the floor. Hell yeah. Uh, she just walked by me and shook her head like, don't you fucking dare. She doesn't tell us what to do. No, Not me. We anyway. get our own pinball um grumblebee says hey it's my daughter's birthday today she's turning one i don't have a question but can i get a happy birthday no absolutely not no she's not listening yeah is she a subscriber what did you get her is it a subscription to unpops on patreon she she get like one of the good subscriptions you know oh also happy birthday happy birthday baby and also sorry that I, i yeah that i Talk to babies and dogs the same way. No, that's correct. You are correct. Um, all right. Uh, oh, here's an interesting one uh, from El Seldo. Came over to the Discord to ask this one. <laughs> Jesus. I saw Hassan Minaj live on his tour, uh, and on our way in, they locked their cell phones in the, you know, the Morphe pouches or whatever, the Morphe pouches. Uh-huh. So we couldn't use them during the show. Is this a new thing comics do? I've never seen it before, and there wasn't anything in the show that would be bad if it was recorded and got out. Here's the thing. If... Every comedy show could have those. I would love for that to happen. Yeah. Get off your fucking phone at a comedy show, for one. Two, we don't like people recording us and, like, using our shit for their likes. And it also with comedians now, like, chances are he's probably touring with the intent of that becoming a special at the end. And if you're in the crowd fucking clipping his jokes and putting them on the gram, if that joke goes viral, when people see that special, they're going to be like, oh, I fucking know this joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is in a way recording comedians live is sort of it's hard because it makes it seem very pretentious, but it's kind of intellectual property theft. You're stealing the material for your own edification or for your own clicks, hits, TikTok shares or whatever. And it's not the same as music because you can film a musician or band playing a new song for the first time and upload that to the internet. But your shitty phone camera version of that song is in no way, shape or form going to serve as a substitute for the real thing when the song comes out. Yeah. But with jokes, it's kind of like once you've heard it, you've heard it. And like 
you might hear it again in better sound quality, but that it, yeah. it's not the same thing. Yeah. Although, shout out to the guy who filmed Hannibal Burris and got Bill Cosby sent to prison briefly, but still. And, and shout out to all the comedians who tweeted about how you shouldn't film comedians uh, in response to that. It's like, that's that's the wrong take. I would like to add, too, that shout out to the guy that bootlegged our entire set in Chicago that one time that we then turned into an album. Cole Mason. Yeah. Um, uh, The um, Fuck, Mary Kill, The Good Wife edition. Adam, Alicia Florick, Kalinda Sharma, and Diane Lockhart. Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh. Uh, I had to research this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you want me to drop mine? I so mean, I can't can think on it. I, I certainly can't kill Kalinda in that trio because that's going to be a hate crime. So, you know, I'm going to marry Kalinda because I'm woke as fuck. Uh, we match because the Wikipedia, her wiki says occasionally physically violent. So that's a marry for me, dog. Yeah. And she really is one of the best characters on the show. It would be harder for me if you swapped in Elsbeth Tassioni. You can replace one option with Elsbeth Tassioni is on the wild card list from Mike. Oh, that's rough because I'm, I mean, I'm going to kill Diane Lockhart because I mean, I don't know if you've seen the good fight, but she just lost everything. And she's like, she's in, she's in a rebuilding phase and it's like late in life for that. I will add though, that Christine Baranski will always net an F from me. So I'm going to fuck Diane Lockhart. Yeah. 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 No, no, I'm I'm fucking Juliana Margulies. You kidding me? I have to kill. I have to by default. I have to kill the good wife. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah. Mary Kalinda. Fuck. Uh, now I can't. Alicia. Alicia. Sorry. And uh, yeah. Kill Diane Lockhart. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then you can. Re- I'll replace it with I'll kill as Elsbeth Tassioni because uh, I didn't look her up the same amount. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. She is a delight. But so is Kalinda. Kalinda's probably the best character on that show. Just randomly drinks milk. They never explain it. Like every once yeah. in a while, she'll be in the office with just a frosty, frosty glass of white. Yeah. Um. Uh. Erotic rice. Uh. Two questions, and then we're and then we're done here. Um. Uh. Did you get a chance to watch Carlos Alcaraz play at the U.S. Open? And do you see potential in him to be huge like Rafa, Roger, or Djokovic in the future? Carlos Alcaraz is one of the matches I saw on the second day. We had opening round, second day, day session tickets. And Carlos Alcarez was, I believe, the first match that day. And then we saw Venus Williams after that. Carlos Alcarez seems like he's going to be the next Nadal. The yeah. Like he's, they're both from Spain. Like he's relatively the same age Nadal was when he started out. Uh, yeah, he seems he seems like he's going to be yeah. fucking business. I'm just glad Nick Kyrgios didn't win. Um, uh, the last question from Erotic Rice, uh, and then we have one in the live chat here. But uh, last question for me. But have you seen the drama in the world of chess with the 19-year-old U.S. Grandmaster accused of cheating because he beat the world champion? Do you have an opinion on that? And have you heard of the anal bead conspiracy associated with the cheating scandal? I am very aware of this. It seems very fun. I just today, because again, it's been such a crazy week, like setting up the studio and whatnot. I just saw a headline about this, like 
in an hour before we started recording. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I've I've heard like like what I read in that article. Like, but it sounds fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it said that's interesting. Um, I and, said the uh, headline I saw is that that guy has been offered the opportunity to play in the nude to prove he wasn't cheating, which. You got to have some definitive proof. Yeah. Why don't you give the dude a physical first? Yeah. Instead of doing like you can play naked because that's also going to throw your game off a little bit. I don't know if you saw Eastern Promises, but <laughs> real curveball when you're hanging dong. <laughs> yeah, that's going to psych your opponent out. Um, and we have a live Q&A question, Adam. This is from John Lewis, 693. Uh, all My caps on Lewis. Favorite so of get- the John Lewis. Well, there's a lot of John Lewis. There, yeah, there are 692 some, previous John yeah, Lewis. Yeah, there's some important long ones. dynasty. Yeah. Um, who's more insufferable? The I don't like weed is my personality people or the I don't watch sports is my personality people. Um, I'm actually going to. Can I modify this question? Yes. I think the I like weed being your personality is a much more insufferable person than I don't like it. Because I don't like weed. is n- I never see that as a personality. I just see it as someone being like, nah, I don't like weed. But yeah, I, definitely- I, think, I think it's a callback to Danger on an episode not um, too long ago. He's he, he campaigns really hard for not liking weed. And it's like what I brought up then. Yes, there's a lot of people who, oh, my whole my whole thing is I get high, man. But, like, how many people's whole thing is I drink? Like, there's, like, that is way, way, way more prevalent. And I find both of them annoying. Yeah. I I, I am, uh, I, I find the, uh, I don't watch sports people, I just, they tend to reuse the same two jokes, which is sports ball, and then when the Super Bowl comes around, they'd make a superb owl joke. Both of which were funny twice. Yeah. Ever. Right. Yeah. And bad. Superb Owl, that joke was done before what we do in the shadows did it. Uh it was it's not it's just lame. It's not funny. Like that's the the I don't want sports being your their personality might be a bit worse, although I will tell you the the I saw a tweet and I forget who did it, but like is like weed culture has become aspirin culture now. It'd be like people having like aspirin pills on their shirts now. It's like it's it's so regular and normal now. Yeah, it's like being hugely into alcohol. Yeah. And you're like, is that that's what you're deciding to make your personality be? Yeah. And the the thing about the, oh, I, I'm not into sports. I, I don't watch sports ball. It's all fun and games till you're on Jeopardy. And the final Jeopardy question is something sports related. Like there there was that clip that went around on the internet. I think it was just earlier this year of just a whole panel of Jeopardy contestants not even bothering to ring in on any of the sports questions. And it's like, all right, how's your fucking sports ball treating you now? You just left thousands of dollars on the board. And it, I've, I think I've mentioned this on the pod before, but uh, VH1 used to have a show called The World Series of Pop Culture. And along the same lines as, oh, I don't watch sports ball, I think the, oh, there's no good music anymore crowd is kind of along the same lines. Because that's never been true at any point in history. There's been good music all the time. You know who I've discovered recently that I really enjoy? Young Gravy. Cool. So 2006 World Series of Pop Culture. 
there was this team that was just dominating the entire way through. And then they get to the last category. And the last category was what? Songs of 2006. And they were a bunch of those, there's no good music. I haven't listened to new music in 10 years. And it's like, well, you see where it's fucking getting you now, smart guy. And yeah, it's all fun and games till you're acting like you know all the trivia. And some motherfucker knows a whole bunch of sports and all the stuff you know. Well, that was like, I remember I had that viral tweet like five years ago that was the teen Jeopardy and the two columns that were left were pro sports teams and outdoors. <laughs> yeah. And I just wrote, is there a funnier moment in television history than the snapshot of teen Jeopardy? Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just thought it was funny. And then it created this massive discourse on like all these like Breitbart motherfuckers being like kids today can't survive everything. And it's like, dude, you can't survive without your CPAP machine. Yeah. Like, like you're wearing a fedora in your profile picture. <laughs> you're not let's not pass judgment here. Um and then uh Adam, uh one last question. Uh why are you such a huge piece of shit? That's from uh Hey there Jeffro on the Discord. Uh and on Twitter and Instagram. Because Jeff is a piece of shit. No, that's not that's not the question. It's why are you such a piece of shit? Yeah, why are you Hey there Jeffro on the Discord such a piece of shit? I Don't, think that that's I think true. that's how that I heard it. That isn't true. That's not true. Yeah, that's how I heard it though. Adam, um I think I got everything. If you somehow asked a question and I missed it, uh that is my bad. It's just that I don't like you as a person. It's Jeff's if fault. If you ask yeah. the question. It yeah, is. it's my fault. I don't it's a personal decision. It's certainly not that I may have missed it in the process of receiving 60,000 questions. Um tweet me at, tweet at me about it and I will personally apologize to you um via um Adam's home address. So That's fine. Uh, Adam, that, what? That, that, what do you that's, want? That's, I think that's so, it, bro. I thought you were going to take us home. Uh, I mean, no, I don't. I don't. That's not my fucking job. So, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> way to quiet quit on the podcast. Jeez, why don't you have your favorite co-host do it? <laughs> oh yeah, I will. I'll do that right now. So, thank you everyone for all of your questions, except Jeff. Good questions, by the way. Yeah, they were good questions. I, I like these. We. We should do more of these. We should. I lo- this is the kind of fan interaction I like. It's very, very pleasant. Very enjoyable. Uh, Which is weird because neither of us are pleasant or enjoyable. That's not true. I'm great. You're a huge piece of shit. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think, uh, do we, what do we have to plug? I don't, I don't have anything right now, but we're going to be, we're going to be doing a lot of video stuff soon. So uh, we're going to kill a radio star. Yeah, we're going to do, it's porn. We're doing, we're We're doing hardcore unslops, we'll call it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And uh, beyond that, Jeff, what do you have to plug? Well, I have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends. Because I have cool friends, you can check it out at patreon.com slash Jeff May for early uncensored episodes with bonus material, plus shows like Ugh Fine with Kim Crawl. I have a lot more coming. I have um, those Patreon ex- uh, exclusive tier podcasts that have been coming out. We recently released Shut Up Nerd with Dre Alvarez, which is a lot of fun. So you can check those out again, patreon.com slash Jeff May. Uh, hey, you might not like sports ball, but you should definitely listen to You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast for people who don't like sports. Like Jeff. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, I would like to add that this is, uh, in my opinion, I think the most underrated podcast right now is You Don't Even Like Sports. In the world. 
I think it's better than most sports podcasts. Oh, 100%. Uh, Especially Brett Favre has like a radio, a sports radio thing. We'll see how long that lasts. Brett Favre should be in prison. Did he steal it? Did he steal it from the Welfare Commission? Probably. Um, you can uh, also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. Uh, and uh, hey, if you want to see me live, you can check out Mint on Card the second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past on beautiful Magnolia in Burbank, California. Our next show is going to be October 14th. That's my birthday show. I'm turning 28. So you guys want to come by and check that out. I don't. Um, also, I'm uh, going to go rob Adam. So see ya. No, you're not. I'm going to kill you. You're a liar. All right. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the lots of dumb questions rookie (laughs) card, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. I thought your questions were good. They were great questions. Jim and Tim. (laughs) Bye. Street.